Alaska's Newsmakers. Action Line, K-I-N-Y. I didn't have a show yesterday, but I'm feeling a lot better now. And it's nice out there. The sun's shining. There's snow in the Chilkat Mountains. It's a beautiful day in Alaska's capital city. Oh, yeah. I would joke, it's also not raining today. For now. <laughs> For now. For now. I feel like there's like a little bit of a shade of blue in the sky, too. There's Just definitely blue. A little like, bit of a blue. Down in Taku Inlet, it's positively lovely right now, as it often is. <laughs> yeah. And so I think, well, obviously we have a couple of big things to hit. The first one I want to hit, because it is something that can help me out later on, is maybe going through some of our chamber guests we've got coming up through the rest of the year. We only have three more luncheons left this year. Um, this week we have Dave Scanlon with Eagle Crest talking about all of the exciting new developments that are happening up there. And there's a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. And so we're excited to have Dave. He uh, reached out to us a while ago and he said he has exciting news to share. So let's see what he's going to talk to us about on Thursday. We still have room for that luncheon. If you would like to sign up, you could call the chamber office or go to junochamber.com. Next week is still up in the air. I'm debating if we're going to have a little bit of a holiday thing at the Moose Lodge or with our move, it's been a little bit tricky with us being consistent. So next week, I'll either have a presenter or we'll have a party. And if we have a party, I promise there will be um, some libations. And then the following week, (laughs) we have Carol Frazier coming up from or coming down, I should say, from Anchorage. She is one of the board members of the Trend Fashion Show, and they focus on fashion and philanthropy. So I'm really excited. Well, you know my fashion week hat on. I'm really excited for that program. So, Well, apropos of that, today is Giving Tuesday, actually. So you may have just got an email from me at Perseverance in your email box, which I sent before I came out here to Juno Radio Center. But philanthropy is very important, and it's something that we as the Chamber of Commerce support because it really takes uh, it takes the whole community to make uh, us successful. Our business members, but our nonprofit members are very important, too, and philanthropic efforts are... And Juno is great for that. Juno, people in Juno are very generous. Yes. Oh, definitely. And I also did get that email before you got here. I saw that and I was <laughs> having a little joke about it with Maggie. He's like, oh, there's the, there it is. It's <laughs> right on Don't cue. worry, he'll hook you up in person too. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, and I just, uh, you know, I th- I'm very grateful that uh, we've seen such uh, an outpouring of support for so many good causes this year. I'm so grateful that we have so many great chamber members and everyone's been so supportive of Maggie as our executive director and our move. Moving's not always the great most fun, is it, Maggie? No, it's the worst. So I don't know if you know, I've lived <laughs> in over 20 houses because my parents are real estate investors so we moved like every year and so I thought that I was a good mover well since I've lived in Alaska I've been in the same house for five years now I don't like to move no. I in fact hate moving um, we are still missing furniture pieces but we're almost almost all whole again um, and the new office is gorgeous and it's set up to fit our staff really well there's a place for everyone um, which is great we all have our own separate working spaces which means we can be more productive and work on our goals for our members and there's ample parking and of course it's really kind of a revitalized part of town with a new search campus going in out there vintage park is a hopping place to be and so we're very excited to be part of that that kind of revivified part of the community the most exciting thing that's happening in vintage park right now is the food trucks (laughs) but it's like exciting and not exciting because Devil's Hideaway is going to be there all the time. Oh, that's and great. And do you know they have milkshakes on their truck? I didn't know that. I know they have incredibly I, good burgers. I and I can walk from my office to that truck in like less than a minute. It's not going to be good for my health, but I'm really excited. <laughs> See, that's that where it becomes truck. a matter of resisting temptation. you got to be like, I have to be strong. Here. But there's also going to be um, a Filipino uh, restaurant over there and um, an, another crepe escape and a beer and wine cart. So, Wow, a um, beer and wine cart. 
I could just say that huh. we're part of this up and coming area between and also Gold Belt's expanding their corporate right. headquarters. So I really think Vintage Park is going to be the new center of the valley. Well, with the Riverview Senior Housing, of course, that's a big boost in terms of the number of people who are out there. And then you've got your longtime tenants like the True North Credit Union building and, of course, uh, Safeway Cars. But we do want to thank Huna Totem. You know, we had a very good long run over a decade being tenants of theirs out at Professional Plaza. And uh, they outgrew us and we kind of outgrew them. So it was a mutually beneficial thing that we were able to move. But that was a good office to be in for the time that we were there. They were very generous and they were awesome co I call them co-workers because it felt like we were all in one big building and um, I miss seeing them every day but we are grateful for the 10 years that we had there and we are really excited for the next five to ten years we have in a new space that was built out just for us gotcha and that was one of those things I want to check in with you about because I know I asked you about it last month you were still kind of getting through the finishing up some stuff getting the move over there although I do have to note now that you mentioned you know the struggles of moving from place to place I think I still have you beat in the sense of moving internationally like twice. That's actually no, technically three times. It's fun having to, <laughs> to mail all my stuff across the ocean and then waiting. Yeah. It's a very fun experience. <laughs> but no, I think it's always a, it's a very interesting and I would say pretty optimistic hearing about all those things going on at Vintage Park. Maybe I'll check it out when I get off today. Yeah. Should have some time. The food trucks aren't open yet, but there's a sign there. We're trying to coordinate. I'm trying to get a hold of them so we can cut a ribbon. You know mm -hmm. me. Anytime I can bust out the gold scissors. Also, if you're listening right now and you own a business and you're having an anniversary or you're moving or a grand opening, we would love to come down and cut a ribbon. Um, we have giant ribbon and giant scissors and we bring the newspaper and sometimes the radio along with us. So if that's something you're interested in, that's something we do for our members and also just for community members in Juneau, just give us a call at the chamber office. Of course, we'd like to sign you up as a member of the chamber if you're not a member. But we, um, we have, how many members do we have now, Maggie? We have about 278. It's not like I count all the time. Yeah, around 278 right now. And that's really healthy and that's probably close to a high watermark in our almost centrally long existence as the Greater Juno Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. No, definitely. And that's also a very encouraging thing. If you can see that many businesses and members, you know, participating in the Chamber of Commerce, that can also help you get a better sense of not just even the business scene, but economically kind of how things are going with the businesses. Now, I do know that the board has some stuff coming up. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So tomorrow is our board retreat and I get to lock these guys in a room for a whole day. I give them breakfast, of course, and plenty of coffee and snacks throughout the day. But this is a big day for us. We set our priorities for the whole year at the board retreat. Um, like all nonprofits, I work for a board. Um, so they set our goals. And then my staff and myself at the chamber, we all work really hard to achieve those goals for the board and for the business community. Um, this year, we have three new board members, Angie Nolan, Sarah Race, and Corey Baxter, who will be joining us at our board retreat. And I'm excited to have new input from some new uh, members. And also, Laura Martinson, this will be like her, or McDonald, sorry, Laura McDonald will um, be our president officially. She was handed a gavel at our annual dinner, but this will be her first big act as president and of course ben brown who is our president-elect will also be a big part of tomorrow's planning and we have a lot to talk about you know we can't do everything so we want to decide what we can do most effectively and that's to identify issues that are important to the business community and the wider community of juno what the pros and cons are what the cost benefit analysis is and then on those things that we think are our highest priority 
how we can weigh in. Things like a North Douglas crossing. You know, we have decided as an organization that that's integrally important to the future of Juneau. Um, but there are a lot of other things. There are a lot of thorny issues out there. And so it's really good for us to have a dedicated day to sit down with each other and to go through these things and to talk about things thoroughly. And that enables us to go forward and be effective advocates for what's most important for the community going forward. And then from a fun, not that government affairs isn't fun, it's very important, but from a networking perspective, we're also going to talk about some changes we're making in our luncheon formats, um, doing more regular after hours to have more networking events for our members. And we'll also decide all of the events that we're going to do next year. I know that we're going to do another um, Spirits of Alaska in the springtime. I know we're going to do a golf tournament in the summer and we'll do our annual dinner in October. But we might throw something else out there this year. Um, and we're also going to discuss what kind of truck we're going to get because we are going to be raffling off another truck. In what the truck? I often ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a huge, that was a first time thing we did this year and it was a great success. And so that's a keeper. And I'm excited that we've decided to keep the golf tournament. You know, it turned 10 years old this year and uh, people really enjoy that. So we, we want to have a mix of things that generate resources for the chamber, but are also that are, are fun for our members and for the wider community, uh, because that's what we want to engage people. We want to see people. We want to get we want to get them out. We want to be out and about with them, because that's what we're all about, making Juno a better and more prosperous place to live. And I think that's a very important step. You want to have that really good community integration, because that can let you better assess what the community needs. And just, in, in, I'm trying to think of the word here now. It gives that better impression of the community back onto you as well. Now, now we are going to move into our break when we come back. I know we have another thing, uh, another large event coming up that is t- about to be its 40th annual. So we will touch on that when we come back. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. We are back with more Action Line on KINY. Joining me still, I have Maggieville and Ben Brown with the Juno Chamber of Commerce. Now, the thing I was talking about is, and I'm trying to make sure I remember the name correctly, and I may forget it, so you may have to finish it for me. It is because the legislature is about to come back in session. Now, I'm trying to remember what it is called again, and I feel bad. It's the welcome reception. Thank you. The legislative welcome reception. And this is the 40th one, from my understanding. Is that correct? Yes, it's the 40th one. It doesn't look a day over five, but it's 40 years old. (laughs) Actually, it looks better than ever. I used to go to this when I was a legislative aide for the better part of the 90s, and I lived in Anchorage, and I would come down to Juneau every session. And it has really grown by leaps and bounds, and now it is a must-go-to event. And almost every legislator shows up. The governor and lieutenant governor are often there. And we're just so excited we get to help the Alaska Committee put it on. I don't think they could do it without us, Maggie. (laughs) Well, it's my third year chairing the legislative welcome. So I'm excited to be working. Last year, I did it with Kara, who now works for Senators Markowski and Sullivan. So it's just down to me. But I have an awesome team. Duff Mitchell helps with um, fundraising, and then Mary Becker is the best at collecting bags. So the Alaska Committee has a really a well-oiled machine here but let's talk about what the legislative welcome looks like so if you've never been it is about 700 people who come and go throughout an evening this year it's going to be on january 16th at centennial hall Um, each person in the community is welcome to attend and there's food and um, non-alcoholic beverages and you can come and you can meet the legislature you have an opportunity to talk to andy story or Jesse Keel, if you're local, or maybe you want to meet someone from Fairbanks. I don't know. But you have the opportunity to do that there. We have to fundraise to make this event happen, right? It's a 700-person event, so it's, it's, a, it's a big fundraise effort. On top of the financial fundraising we do, we also give every single legislature a gift bag from the community. They aren't from the Alaska Committee or the Chamber of Commerce. They are from 
so many generous businesses in this community um like 60 plus businesses donate to fill up these bags um, and they're heavy every year and they are a good showing of what Juno has to offer as far as what the business community has to offer but it's also just a beautiful way of welcoming the legislature back to their capital because yeah. we're their capital every day and it's a, a friendly reminder that we are so happy to be their capital. And to, and to dial it back a little bit that's what the Alaska committee exists for to make sure that uh, Juno is the best possible capital city that we can be so that people want us to remain the capital city. It's not a foregone conclusion. It's a privilege and an honor, but it's not in the Constitution. It's in statute, if you didn't know that. And so we want to make sure that no one has any interest in us not being the capital for the remainder of time. We do it really well. You know, that's easy to think if you're here in Juneau, but if people who come to visit us from around the state, they go through a lot of trouble to get here. And we want to make sure that their time here is comfortable, that they feel welcome, that they have a place to live, that they have recreational opportunities. And these gift baskets showcase all that's the best about Juneau. So I can tell you, having been in a legislative office, the legislator gets the basket, but they bring it back and then they'll share some of the goodies with their staff and with their family. And it creates this real spirit of, boy, I'm glad to be back in Juneau for the session and that's what it's all about gotcha and i was gonna say i think that's a very important thing to know that, that we aren't like the finalized always the capital for end all of time as much as i would like that i like things to kind of stay uniform in that regard but that is always a thing that is kind of in there because obviously there's folks who have their own vested interests for wanting to move it so viewing the legislative welcome is kind of a way of like hey just just maybe don't do that. <laughs> right. It's just another example of Juno showing up as a capital. We're a great capital every day. People don't see it. Not as not everyone gets to make the trip down to the capital. And the Alaska Committee tries to help by offering virtual tours to the capital and supporting having youth from across the state come and see the capital. It's really important for us to let the whole state know that we are so happy to be their capital every day and that we are here to welcome them. And I will say, you know, um, certainly over the course of the pandemic, when things had to happen remotely, it is much easier now than it has ever been for Alaskans to participate in state government from across the state. That stated, zooming into a teleconference to a hearing on a bill is never the same as being in the room. So whatever we can do to make people feel welcome and to lift up our ability to be a high-functioning capital. And so a lot of listeners, you know, you don't necessarily have to donate to the gift bag, but if you want to, reach out to Maggie and she'd be happy to get 62 of the items, one for each legislature and then one for the governor and lieutenant governor. But you can just come to the reception in January and be there and say, hey, I live in Juneau. I'm a resident here. Welcome Representative so-and-so or Senator so-and-so. That in and of itself is, is a real productive part of our, our collective effort as the capital city. And as a committee, we try to make it so easy so um, each representative and senator and staff member or any commissioner gets a special badge and a ribbon so you know that they are a senator and representative before you walk up and have to read their name. It's, it's very obvious. So it's meant so that the community can truly interact with state government. Gotcha. I think that's very important. I, I kind of want to touch on a point that you mentioned where, you know, there's that work trying to you know, get those younger you know, the students around the state to get a chance to see the Capitol, you know, reflecting on, you know, my growing up and being a student in Anchorage, I never saw the Capitol until I came here to go to UAS. It just wasn't a thing that I had ever done. And so all of my initial exposure really to Juno was that freshman year of college. I'm like, well, I'm in the Capitol now. should probably go see it. 
<laughs> I'm always surprised by the amount of Junoites who have never been mm-hmm. to the Capitol. I had a friend who was repairing something. He's like, I'm, I have to fix something at the governor's office. I was like, you mean the Capitol building? He's all, oh, I forgot that that's what that's called. I'm like, so I've never been there. I, we go there because it's part of our lives, right? It's part of our job. We work with government. Um, but I don't think people realize that it's really open to anyone to walk into. They do tours when it's not session. During session, it's still open to the public for you to walk in. You might have to make an appointment to talk to someone, but it's it's ours. It's our building. It's and it's really not just one building. It's really a capital complex. You know, the, the former Capitol School, the Terry Miller Building, that houses the Legislative Affairs Agency, the Legislative Legal and Research Divisions. Uh, you know, Gordon Evans sold the Assembly Building uh, to the city, which is being made into legislative housing. Um, the old uh, Masonic Temple, uh, you know, also has legislative offices in it. So really, there's a tremendous amount of integrated investment going on with that Skybridge um, over Seward Street there. So if you haven't checked it out, you know, do that this month maybe or next month before the legislature gets back to town because it's really a beautiful place and there's a lot of artwork in it and a tremendous amount of Alaskan history. So that's a good point, Maggie. I encourage people to go. It's it's our capital. It is the people of Alaska's ha- building. So go and check that out and get a little bit more familiar with it. Almost definitely. I'm even hearing that I have a funny story, actually, now that I think about it, which is when I first got here and I was supposed to be the sort of member of our team that was covering the legislature, I tried to go get my press pass. It kind of came a bit of a maze of me looking to, who do I need to go to to actually get my pass? I think I ended up going through all three buildings <laughs> to eventually <laughs> get my, my press pass. And then the session was over. I didn't use it. <laughs> But you got you, but you familiarized yourself with the building. So exactly. That, yes. And now you'll know where to go next time. Yeah, but that's assuming I have the freedom to go to. <laughs> so Maggie, we do have a deadline for donations to the gift basket. Yes. So if you want to donate to the gift basket, I don't need your item by December 11th, but I need you to let us know that I'm getting an item. Also for financial contributions, because based on how much money you would like to give, uh, we represent your organization at the event. For more information about that, the easiest thing to do is go to a alaskacommittee.com and click on under capital bulletins under 2024 legislative welcome or you can email info at alaska committee and my team will get back to you that way so i know we're running up against uh the 11 o'clock hour here jordan i just wanted to give a shout out to uh all of our local businesses first friday is coming up this friday the first of december it is a great chance to get out support local businesses chamber members and uh just your friends and neighbors here in Juneau. it's going to be a ton of activity downtown there's also a play opening over in Douglas, a nice Indian boy at Perseverance Theater I'll just mention real quickly. Uh, but there's going to be a ton of great stuff going on, and it's so important to look local and shop local and support local businesses. And the first Friday of December is the best time to do that. Oh, yeah. Gallery Walk's a big deal, and it's a good opportunity. There's stores, but then there's the local artisans that get to work with the stores that not don't always have storefronts. Like I, my kiddo will be selling jewelry. Um, but also other markets, just keep your eye open. There's a market every weekend, I swear, between now and then. I'm most looking forward to the Jack Stuffed Market on December 16th. That's coming up. Everything there is going to be $25 or less. So yeah, that's, that's great very- for kiddos. It's, it's stocking stuffers. It's like smaller, very affordable, very approachable items. But I, I basically the whole month is just going to be a whole lot of fun and a lot of holly jolly merriness. And you should all support local businesses as much as you can. We live in such an awesome place and we have so many amazing makers. And if 
if you're like me, a personalized gift from a small business is so much better than anything that's mass produced. So I encourage you to shop local and remember that when you spend money in your community, it stays in your community. And then from a nonprofit standpoint, small businesses and local businesses keep most of us nonprofits up and running and we really appreciate them. So this is our time of year to really hammer how important it is to support them, not just now, but year round. Oh, definitely. I think on that note, that will wrap up the show for the day. Thank you both for coming on. I always appreciate getting a chance to talk with the Chamber, especially as someone who's maybe not always the most in touch with the business and economic sphere. It is a good way for me to kind of also re-catch up and refresh my brain. So thank you both for coming in today. Thank you, Jordan. Jordan. All righty. You've been listening to Action Line on KINY. Action Line. Weekday mornings. Action Line. If it happens in Southeast, you'll hear it on Action Line. KINY.